I want to speak today on, um, it's a very, very wide subject, uh, which is basically the Word of God. And I want to base it on uh, a verse from Thessalonians. And this is continuing in the series that we've been going through on um, practicing the presence of God. Okay, practicing what it means to, in reality, meet with God on a, on a regular daily basis. And uh, we heard from Fiona last week with Coffee with Jesus. And, and there's various ways we can engage with God. And one of the, for me, certainly, one of the major ways I engage with God and meet with him is through the word of God. And so I just want to talk about that today. Um, let's see if this works. Yes, okay. So this is the verse I want to just read out. And this is Paul talking. And he says, And we thank God continually because... When you received the word of God, which you heard from us, you accepted it not as a human word, but as as it actually is, the word of God, which is indeed at work in you who believe. So Paul here is recognising that these these Christians, uh, he spoke to them, he brought the revelation of God that he had, uh, his understanding of the Old Testament, his understanding of Jesus when he met him on the road, and he spoke to these people and they received it, not simply as human wisdom, but as God's word to them. And because they received it as that, it started to work in them. And it transformed them and, and brought good things into their lives. Obviously, it brought them salvation, but also other things that, that, uh, that, um, that were in what Paul spoke. Now, I, my own uh, testimony is that I am incredibly grateful uh, and thankful for the childhood that I had. I, I was brought up, and I've shared this before, in a, in a Christian home where the word of God, and particularly the Bible, was honoured. Um, I saw it in my parents. I saw how they uh, lived out the word of God, how they put it into practice, and, and how it actually meant something and had an effect in lives. And so and through, the, through them and through Sunday school and, uh, and the and youth group and the church... I learned to love uh, the Word of God, and I learned to honour it, and I learned to realise that it could have great impact um, in my life. And uh, it's verses like this that... that um, oh, no, not that. That one. Um, these, this verse I learned from a, well, probably about six or seven, and it's still a verse that uh, probably is one, of the, well, is the, one of the bedrocks of my own life. And I'm sure most of you will know it, but it is a hugely influential verse. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. It's a wonderful verse. It's full of power. It's full of truth. And it's, I'll tell you, if you live your life even just with that verse, you will not go wrong. Trusting, trusting in God who loves you, who will sort your life out, who will lead you down a straight path. It's a wonderful promise. And I'm so grateful that I learned that when I was young. And I've made mistakes, don't get me wrong, I'm not, I'm not perfect. But any, uh, and you ask my wife and she'll tell you. Uh, <laughs> but any success that we have had, as I've had, that my family has had, um, I would put down purely and simply to this, that I have been able to apply the word of God to my life and have seen it in action, taking 
shape and affecting how the outcome of my life. Now, all of us here, we cannot determine where we're born, who, we're, who our parents are, what circumstances we're born into. And largely, we can't determine what events happen in our life. A lot of events that take place, circumstances around us, really we have very little control over. Uh, and, you, and you might say, oh, it's all right, you, Tim, you, were, you had a great upbringing. I did. Uh, but, uh, and, and my upbringing was terrible, and, and it may well have been. Uh, and you can't, I can't change that. I can't change it for you. I can't change it for me. But what I do know is this. Something that we're all in the same boat as is how we listen and respond to the word of God. We're all in the same boat. You have an option to hear what God says through the word, through the preaching, through other people, and how you respond to it is up to you. And if you respond to it and say, I hear that, I believe it, I'm going to put it into practice, you will be blessed. Your life will be fruitful. Your life will be successful. I can categorically say that. Because God's word is him speaking to us. It's him saying stuff. It has power. And so regardless of the start you've had, like the Thessalonians, if we receive God's word and we allow it to uh, impact our lives, if we hear it and we apply it, it will bring a wonderful uh, reward in our lives. So my question to you is, how do I engage with God's word? What do I believe about it? And the belief is seen in how we behave. Primarily, what I believe genuinely will affect my behaviour. Now, I want to give you a bit of an illustration. Okay, this is a fundamental part of how London Underground operates, okay? This is a piece of switchgear. Fascinating stuff. Stuff I, I work with and deal with on a daily basis. Um, when it works correctly, it provides power to the underground. It is a very powerful piece of equipment. Um, it's essential for the operation of the underground. Um, it provides power to the tracks, it provides power to the lights, everything. Um, however, this bit of equipment is very complicated and potentially very, very dangerous because it has very high voltage in it. And uh, when I first joined London Underground, I had to do a day's course whole day's course, just so I could be in the same room as this equipment. I couldn't touch it, but I was qualified to stand next to it. Um, if you want to get involved with working on it, fixing it, maintaining it, you have to do an 18-week course. You have a manual to go through, which is two or 300 pages. You have to learn what it says so that you are qualified to work on this piece of equipment. Wow, Tim, that's so interesting. I'm glad you told me that. Why are you telling me this? Well, if I said to you, do you know what? That's all very bad. Do you know what? I'm gonna, I am going to give you a spanner, a hammer, and a few bits of tools, and I just go, you go and work on it. You go and fiddle with it. 
you open a few panels, you put your hands here, it doesn't matter about all this training, it doesn't matter about that course and this book, you just, you have, you have a go, you have a go, see what happens. You would rightly tell me that I'm mad. Uh, actually, uh, you know, I, I'm putting you at risk, I'm putting the underground at risk, I'm actually breaking the law. I would, I could be, I would, well, I would be um, locked up for that because, because I'm doing something that is utterly foolish. Giving you uh, permission to work on something like that with no training uh, and with no expertise. And yet, sometimes, sometimes when we look at God's word and when we look at ourselves, we think, do you know what? I know what to do. I know how to behave. I know the way to do this. I can have a go. We, the world, God is far, far more complex than this bit of equipment. And because of that, God gave us a manual. God gave us instructions. God gave us ways to operate. And that's why we have God's word, because he wants us not to get damaged. He doesn't want the power to go off. He doesn't want us to get hurt. And yet somehow, sometimes we think, I don't need this. I could, I have a go. I'll have a go. I'll try and see what happens. I don't need to listen to what that has to say. That is a path leading to destruction. It's a path leading to great damage because we don't listen to what God has written in his manual. And so this is a, a way of us remembering, actually, we are complex people. We have uh, great, uh, you know, uh, God has put, uh, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. We're far more complex than pieces of equipment like this. And therefore, we need to listen to what the maker's instructions say. We need to listen to what he has written down, what he says about us, what he says about the world, what he says about himself. We need to take this on board, or else we're going to get into trouble. We're going to get into trouble. There you go. Psalm 19, uh, it's a great psalm about God's word, uh, says this, By them, this is God's word, is your servant warned. In keeping them, there is great reward. God, the Bible says this about itself. You know, actually, the word of God warns us. That, that manual will give you many, many lists of things you don't do, or else you're going to get into trouble. But if you do them, there's great reward. If you, if you follow, it's not simply a, a lots of do's and don'ts in the Bible. That's not what the Bible's about. The Bible is about bringing us into a place of freedom, of hope, of joy, of victory. Following God's word brings great reward. There's wonderful rewards in it. But if we don't, there is, uh, the Bible warns us about not following it and what might happen. And so why uh, Paul is encouraged by the Thessalonian Christians that they have received God's word and uh, taken it on board. The main thing that we learn from God's word, or the main purpose of it, is to bring us into relationship with the writer. 
with the author. It is a good book. It is a good way of living. And if anybody who doesn't know God lives by this, it will do them good. It will do them good. Um, uh, and, and, you know, there are lots of things in there which, if you apply to your life, will, will make you successful because it's God's word. But actually, that's, not the heart, that's, not, that's only part of what it's there for. The main part is to introduce us and to reveal God. It is there to show us who God is, what he's like, and to bring us close to him. And so whenever we read the God, whenever we read God's word, whenever we hear uh, uh, someone speaking about God's word, we are always looking, how can I meet, how can I engage with, how can I encounter God through this? And that's, that's, that's a, a great way to start with, with our hearts. Actually, I want to encounter you, God, through this. And the Holy Spirit is there to help us to do that. The Holy Spirit is there to reveal God through his word. And, uh, and so that's what we should be looking for. Now, there is within that um, a danger. And I've seen this. I've seen this in people. Is that when they get to know God, and that's a wonderful thing, and there's a, there's a depth to God that we'll never fully plumb here on earth, but he can cause us for into deeper and deeper relationship with him. And the Holy Spirit, and as we engage with the Holy Spirit, so he gives us more insight into who God is and a, a greater relationship. We can know him. We've been singing about it. And then, uh, and then he gives us gifts and we sense the presence of God and we can use the gifts to bless others uh, and so on. And, so, and what can happen is that we can have this, uh, this relationship with God and we can say, well, I know him. So I don't really need the word anymore. I've, I, I know him face to face. Why, why would I need to go back to this book? It's good, I'm sure. I know every now and again I look at it, but actually, no, I, I know him now. I know the truth. I know God. And therefore, and that can be a trap we can fall into, that we can move away from the word of God simply because we have a relationship uh, with God himself and with the Holy Spirit. Now, um, I want to give another illustration here. And uh, this, is, this is my next purchase. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not, I don't think I... I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure that would, that would suit me, really. But anyway. Uh, it'd be great to... I'd love to go on one of those. I really would. I've never, never been on anything like that, but I'd love to go on it. And it's, it's, I mean, these are powerful boats. Um, and... Just a picture that the, the, the power behind them is those engines and the fuel that's in there. And, and uh, when you've got that engine going and that petrol, they, the, they can go at vast speeds and be exhilarating and be amazing. You can get to all sorts of places. Um, the problem with that is, that is that if you're not careful, if you don't know what you're doing, if you don't know how to drive the thing, and if you don't know what underwater obstacles there are, you could end up like this. And however, however powerful, that's not the same boat as you can see the engines are going, anyway. However powerful that boat is, if it runs aground, it's had it. If it doesn't know there are obstacles in the way, if it doesn't know there's hidden problems, if you don't know how to drive it, you, you're going to end up in problems. And I've seen that. I've seen that in lives where they have been full of gifts of the Spirit. They've been anointed. They've known it. And yet they've gone aground because they haven't followed the word of God. And 
See, the Holy Spirit doesn't take us over and stop us doing stupid things. Uh, we, still, we are still free people to make choices. We are still, uh, the Holy Spirit doesn't uh, make us robots. He will lead us. He will prompt us and say, is that what the word says? And then we have to decide. He will lead us, but we can decide not to do it. And he will give us power, but actually it's the word of God that gives us uh, tools for life and how to live and where to, where to, where to get, you know, the, how, how, how our life operates, uh, what to avoid, what hidden uh, obstacles there might be. And so the two go together, the spirit and the truth. And the spirit wants to always lead us to truth. He does speak to us. He does, he does reveal truth to us. But he doesn't do it apart from the word of God. He does it in line with and in tune with the word of God. He wants us to uh, work together. He wants us to, to say, yeah, I, I love you, Holy Spirit. I want to engage with you. I want to uh, spend time with you. Uh, but I want to read your word uh, with the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. That's what that's about. The Holy Spirit is the power behind who we are. He, he, he gives us the, the, the strength. He gives us the anointing. And yet it's the word that leads us down the right path and illuminates the way to go. And so the together is what we need. And so we must never get to the point where we think, do you know what, I know God so much that I don't need his word. We must never get to that situation. Now, there is a, a wonderful illustration that I'm sure we learn as children about uh, God's word and hearing God's word and what we do about it. And that, of course, is uh, Jesus himself used the illustration of a wise and foolish builder uh, as an illustration of that. So I'm just, I'll read that out. And Jesus says this, Anyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a man who builds his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew against and beat against the house, yet it did not fall, because it had foundations on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against the house, and it fell with a great crash. And so we know, we know this story. And yet it's so true, because here, this is an interesting point, Jesus is saying, these aren't, see, we've got choices. We can just decide, never bother to look at the word of God at all. Uh, now, I'm assuming that, that because you're here, you've got some interest in hearing the word of God, because so, you're, you're here now. Uh, but there are people who don't want to hear it. Um, they're in a really difficult situation, because they're not under the ability to hear and see it, receive it and and. and uh, and have, have, have their lives transformed by it. But Jesus here isn't talking to those people. He's talking to those people who do read the word or do hear it, but then don't do anything about it. And again, I've come across people um, in, in my life who can quote chapters and verse and they've learnt it. And yet when you look at their life, you think the two don't marry up. You're not, you're not listening to what it's saying. You're not you're, not, you're, you're hearing it, but you're not putting it into practice. It's just head knowledge that is having no effect. And so what Jesus is saying is, hear it, but let it affect you. 
Say, what is it saying to me? What What are you saying, God? How do you want me to adjust? How is my thinking wrong? How, am I, how does my thinking uh, need to change? About myself, how you view me, about you, what you're like, about the world, what it's like, how it's going to affect me. And so it's, it's listening, but actively saying, I want this to affect me. I'm, I want to be open. I want to hear what God is saying. Now, many of you, I know, will have really good times and set times where you spend time reading God's word and, uh, um, and spending time with it. It might be in the morning, it might be the evening. That is a wonderful, really good practice. I want to encourage that. I want to say that actually that's a brilliant thing to do where you are exposing and being ready to hear God's word. But I want to just give you just one encouragement or one... Not right warning, really. But actually, the, the, and, and I, I fell into this trap, personally, uh, uh, when I was a bit younger, where I went through this as a, as a formula. I was taught uh, a way to do it, which was to pray, to read a bit, to think a bit, and to pray again. And I had in my mind that I should do this for about half an hour. And, and, and it became something a bit like this. That provided, provided you did the right things, provided you put the right amount of prayer in and the right amount of reading the Bible and pressed the right buttons, some reward would come out. Amen. And, and I used to get a bit frustrated that I'd done this um, and sometimes it didn't seem to happen. And so, and, I, and I'm thinking, and, I, and then you start thinking, oh, I tell you what, it's probably because I didn't put enough prayer pounds in. Instead of praying for ten minutes, I only prayed for five. And instead of reading a, a tap, chapter and a half, I only read half a chapter. And, and we, can, we can get, we can, if we're not careful, we can get to that sort of thing that, that as long as we follow the formula, the blessing will come out. Uh, and that's not what the Word of God is like. Um, and I know Jamie's talked about this, and I hope we've, we've got this, but I just want to just try and encourage you that, that actually, to when you have those times, and they're really good, make sure that it's not a formula to try and get God's blessing. That each time is different. I'm not saying you shouldn't pray and, and read the Bible, and you know, the, the, having a, a set thing is great. I loved the way Fiola shared last week. I thought that was so powerful in that, she, her times with God, uh, I would just love to be there next to her while she's doing it sometimes. And maybe that's what uh, Coffee with Jesus is like. Because I suspect, and she came out, is that she does it different each time. Sometimes when God spoke to her, she's just there in silence. She's not reading the word of God, she's just there being in his presence. I've got no doubt, she, she knows the word of God, she reads that. Uh, and she uses that in her times with God, I've got no doubt about that. But actually she varies what she does. She listens to the Holy Spirit, she engages with, is with him, and he uh, speaks to her and she, uh, she responds and, and hears what God is saying in all the varied and different ways. And I want to encourage you to be like that, to expect God to speak, but not necessarily in the same way he did yesterday, or that he's going to do something different tomorrow. Having a set time is really good, but actually be open to what God wants to do and how he wants to speak to you. Because... Uh, formulas don't work with God. 
He is not a God that responds to a formula. And it's wonderful. If you read through the Old Testament, um, David understood this. And I was reading these Psalms uh, this week. And he said, uh, burnt offerings and sinner offerings you did not ask for. You don't want. And then you look, at the, you look, at, you look through Deuteronomy and says, yes, he does. He's only what he wants. So it's what he says. He says, offer this here, offer this here, and offer there. But no, David said, no, that's not, that's not, that's, okay, that, that's part of worship, but that's not what he wants. What he wants is a heart that is after him. That's what he's always wanted. Now, we come and worship, we come and read the word, that's a great thing and it's good, but he's after our hearts, not a formula. And so when we, when we engage with God, when we engage with the word of God, let's, let's be open always to hear from him in the way he wants to speak today that moment because he wants to speak to you there's no doubt he wants to speak to you he wants to speak to you every single day he wants to engage with you he wants to to uh, have a have a have a relationship with you that's close but you know what he may do it through something completely different you may read the word of god and it's completely dry that day fine that's not a problem that isn't a problem if it was always like that every day then I want to pray with you because it does, it sh- that's not the way it should be. But I've re- I sometimes read the Word of God and I think, oh, I can't really get anything out of there. Uh, oh, well, never mind. I'm not going to beat myself up about it. I'm just going to believe that God wants to speak to me in a different way or engage in a different way, and that's fine. Um, I must say, though, most of the time, God will speak to me through his word when I read it. Don't, I, I, I'm, that's what I expect. That's what I anticipate. And that's what I believe for every person here. Whenever you hear God's word, however it is, whether you listen to it, whether you read it, uh, however you want to engage, I believe God wants to speak to you through it. And the majority of times he will through the Holy Spirit. But be flexible, be ready to hear the way God wants to speak to you today. Because he loves you, he loves being uh, um, varied in the way he communicates. The Bible, I love this uh, version of uh, 2 Timothy 3.16. It's, it's the amplified version. And this is the Bible speaking about itself. And it says this, All scripture so all, uh, is given by divine inspiration and is profitable for instruction, for conviction of sin, for correction of error, and restoration to obedience, for training in righteousness, learning to live in conformity to God's will, both publicly and privately, behaving honourably and with personal integrity and moral courage so that the servant of God will be thoroughly equipped for every good work. That's wonderful, isn't it? It's wonderful. That's what God's word does to us. It, it, it transforms our inner being. It helps us. It tells us, actually, if you go this route, you're going you're gonna to go off. You're going to go wrong. You're going you're gonna, to have problems but if you go this route you're going to be blessed you're going to be blessed you're going to have a reward you're going to reap the rewards of my words and it'll help us to live right not that God is looking for uh, holy perfection in the sense of you know one of the problems one of the great things about this church is that we can be real with each other and that is, I never want to go back to the place where uh, you, you shake someone and say, yes, everything goes, yes, very good, very good, excellent, thank you. So, you know, and, and there's this holy aura around the whole of the, 
people and you don't see what's going on. We do mess up. We do get it wrong sometimes. Even those that, that read the word every day mess up. And I don't want to get to the point where we hide our failings because we're all, we're all the same. We mess up. Um, but actually, I wanted to encourage, actually there is a, a sanctification. There is, as we engage with the word of God, so our lives are transformed. So we are renewed. So we do get uh, more and more like God as he promises in his word. We become more transformed into his likeness. So there is a progression, there is a change that goes from glory to glory in us. And, and, and that happens as we engage with God's word. As we, as we listen to it, as we hear it, as, as we allow it to affect us. So we do get transformed in his likeness. The, the word is, that the scholars use is sanctification. And that happens as we engage with him. And so I do believe in that process, um, um, even though we, we will never quite get to a sinless state before uh, we go to be with him, we can move towards that uh, in, as God's word affects us. Just my own example, uh, practicing what I preach, if I, if I, if I can get that. I was, I've had a, a, quite a, a difficult few weeks at work. And um, last, uh, not last week, but the week before last, I was walking and it got to Thursday and I was getting pretty fed up. And I, was, I got up and I was dragging my uh, feet to the station and, and I was talking to God. I was moaning to him, really. And um, I'm sure none of you have ever done that. Um, and he just, he just stopped me and said, but you just preached on this. <laughs> Did I? Uh, and if you remember, probably don't, but it was it, I, on the last preacher I did was on thankfulness. And I thought, yeah, God, you're absolutely right. So at that point, I said, no, I just need to be thankful. I need to start being thankful. I need to be thankful for all that you are to me and all that you've done. And so the rest of that walk to the station, I was just thanking God for everything that he'd done. And you can no doubt, when I got to the station, my mood had completely changed. My attitude to that day had changed completely. Because... I had engaged with God's word. I had done a very simple thing that it said. It had transformed my day. And, uh, and it will do that. It will do that. God's word will transform your day, your life, if you allow it to. If you say, I'm going to listen to what it says, I'm going to read it, and I'm going to hear it, and I'm going to think, how is that going to affect me? How am I going to allow this to affect me? Holy Spirit, will you apply this to my life? Will you show me what I need to adjust in my thinking? Will you show me what I need to change in my behaviour? Will you show me how I need to change in my attitude? Will you show me? And then I'm I'm going to take it on board, and I'm going to believe something different, and I'm going to think something different. Just to, just to finish with, there may be some people here that have struggled. And I know that it's true that reading God's word can be quite difficult. And, and you can read some difficult passages. Um, and and you, can, you can get disheartened. What I want to encourage you, you, God wants to speak. God wants to speak. Expect God to speak. And if you're struggling, uh, firstly pray. Ask the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit wants to lead you to good things. Don't try and do three, four, five chapters. Don't start like that. That's not, that's not, you know, I mean, you can if you want, but actually, no, focus in on a, on a bit of a chapter. Uh, the things that I love are the Psalms. Read the Psalms. They are brilliant. They just bring life. 
Psalm 27 is one of my favourite passages in the whole Bible. It's just wonderful, full of truth. Uh, and it, you can engage with God through that. Um, use Bible notes. They can be helpful. Um, uh, so, you know, I, I, I don't tend to use them, um, but I know when I was younger, I found them quite helpful. So that's another way they can lead you. Um, read a gospel, uh, see what Jesus did, how he behaved. Look at that. That's always a very helpful thing. Um, and just ask God, what, what do you want to say to me today? Ask, just ask him. Uh, and go to Fiola's group when it starts again in, uh, in September. Go, you know, she, she has learnt how to engage with God and how she uh, goes with Scripture. And there are many people here who have a, a living understanding and, and a great uh, rapport, if you like, great love of God's Word and will speak to it. Speak to them. Get them to pray for you. Because God wants to speak to you. And if you're struggling, God wants to break in on that. He wants you to receive wonderful things from his word. just want to close just for a moment. just want to pray really for us. Um, I just want to just, to just, just, just to bow your heads really. I just want to pray over us about our response to God's word. Let me ask you this question. Have you heard God speak recently through his word? Just ask yourself that. Have you heard him speak to you specifically through his word recently? And the second thing is, have, if, you've heard, if you've heard him speak, have you put that into practice? I'm sure there are many here today that can say yes to both of those, and that's wonderful. And, uh, but if that's... If you know that you've struggled recently to hear God's word or that you've heard something and you've struggled to put it into practice, I want to pray for you right now. God, I thank you that you are a God who speaks. You're a God who loves to speak to us, who loves to communicate with us, who loves uh, to engage with us, who wants a relationship with us. And I thank you, God, that your voice is amazing. Your voice is wonderful. And I want to pray now for those that are, have either heard but struggled to implement it or aren't hearing, God, I pray right now. Will you open their ears to you right now in Jesus' name? Will you cause them to have new uh, insights and new understanding, new joy, new love for your word? I pray, God, make it alive to them. I pray, Holy Spirit, Right now, Holy Spirit, engage right now with them. Go to them. And Lord, breathe hope into their hearts. Breathe love for your word in, in their hearts, God. So that when they next look at it, it will be life to them. It will be light. It will be joy. God, I ask for that. I pray, Lord, will you break open right now in Jesus' name. I pray uh, to break off any discouragement. Break off any disillusionment with God's word. And I pray, God, that there will be real hope and belief and trust that you will speak and that you will bring rewards as they look at God's word. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I pray as well, God, for each of us, Lord, that when we engage this week with your word, Lord, that we would find great joy and great hope, Lord Jesus. We'd be encouraged, we'd be built up, Lord God, that, Father, we would understand who you are, that, Father, you'd change our thinking, about who we are, where we need it changing, our standing before you, your love for us. 
that you would direct us, that you would encourage us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the good things that are in it. Thank you for the blessing that you bring to our lives through it. Lord Jesus, thank you. Amen.